0: A very long time ago, a wonderful document came into being. It was called the
1: Magna Carta. It was the first big step in recognizing that all people were created equal. But even though more laws have been passed to guarantee that, there are still those who try to keep others from being free.
0: Fortunately, Queen Samana realized in time that only by working together could her city be saved. And that's the way it should be. Together. Right?
2: Right. Here we go.
1: Good evening, ladies and
3: gentlemen.
4: We are tonight's entertainment.
0: I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the Force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This (laughs) does put a smile on
1: my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy.
5: Most impressive. You are on the Sith list
1: I have spoken
5: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 201 Made it over the hump of the Sith list I'm your host Arash Dolat Shahi and my co-pilots for this evening The Young, The Restless the bearded one, the man who is prepping Star Wars with a beautiful new shirt that I haven't seen before, and I didn't say my nice shirt earlier. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Thank Mr. you. Mr. Carlos Buarguello. The man who's also prepping. Wow. Where, where did I say prepping or yeah, propping? Yeah, that's, was, the prep, uh, that's the uh, second you time prepping. you said prepping. Yeah. You said prepping oh.
3: twice, but prepping is what you meant.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say propping, like he's propping up. Okay. Sure.
3: Good uh, I'll accept that.
5: Thank you. The man who's prepping another shirt, Star Wars. Is the Death Star. He's giving me a Death Stare. <laughs> Mr. Les is propped up. Ooh. 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 The man we call King Tom, the King of All Pods. The man who always be the King of Pain. Mr. Tom Chansky. How you doing, buddy? I am also uh prepping, propping, repping Star Wars like it like it I just decided what we're going to do from here on out is me just fuck up words and leave it in the podcast and let it run throughout the whole podcast I'm so fucking you mean you've just just begun doing I, that I, <laughs> <laughs> fuck
3: you fuck you and fuck
4: you who's next <laughs> I didn't want to say
5: it <laughs> we've only just begun <laughs> is that the carpenters <laughs> oh fuck yes. well at least i know useless information yeah. it is the carpenters <laughs> The man we call El Hombre is not here today. He decided that this 200th would be his last episode. What a crescendo. It was a crescendo or a crescenda, whichever one you want to call it, but he's not here. But that's okay. He's dealing with family issues and we are with him and he is with us in spirit. We love him. And he will be back for episode number 202. We so, hope. We hope. That's right. So, Eric, uh, we're going to miss you. We're not going to talk too much shit on you. We always say that in the beginning, but usually we get back to talking a lot of shit on Ned Flanders. How are you doing, Mr. Tom Chansky? How's it going? How's life after 200? Life
4: after two. it's exciting, you know, being with you guys uh, to begin the third century of the Sith list. Oh, If you look at it that way. we feel old. Uh, yeah. You don't you don't look like Stanley Tucci anymore, so you can't be that old.
5: <laughs> I got my hair back. I you got your hair back. I'm, impressive God, job. What a goddamn mistake that was. Oh, it didn't look that. <laughs> you just have good. to keep it short. That's no, the thing. Yeah, it just, if,
6: if like myself, if you commit to it, you got to fucking commit, or you look. Yeah, if, horrible. I kept, if I
5: Yeah, if I kept it that low, then it would have been cool. But if you went to that stage where it's like
6: one week, ugh, it has to be weekly, in which you buzz it's like your head. Like the fourth
5: day of the chia pet, you're like, oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> That's how I looked. Sheep. Yeah. Not good. So that's never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever, ever. How are you doing, Les? I'm doing all right. Everything good? Uh, yeah. Everything coming good. up at I've decided to, to say his way, name way. right, by the way, for the rest of this episode, not on it. And he's not going to listen. Yeah, he's not going to listen. Anyway. That's very true. Boo, how you doing?
6: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I took today off, so so that was really nice. Good for you. Slept in, so that was great. So yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm doing good. Fantastic. Yeah.
5: This episode, we're going to do some... F- something well i was gonna say something different but not really we're gonna give you the weekend geek but we're also gonna do some emails and voicemails we got a lot of them and congratulatory ones stuff that asks us questions so we're gonna get into the emails in a second but we are still going to uh try to run a podcast here we're professionals so we're gonna do it so let's do it now the shenanigans check out the Sithless.net where you can listen to the entire Sithless podcast and catalog of that podcast yes even b-sides kind of like radiohead our b-sides are really a-sides but we're just going to say we're, they're b sides because we can only have 12 songs on a CD or an album. Those are what people used to listen to, boo. Also, it's where yeah. you can buy Sithless gear. Look at some videos and photos. King Tom has a picture on a toilet. And visit our Potted 4 page where we list some of our favorite podcasts like Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Pop Culture Hour, The Forced Toast Podcast, Canto Byte Dispatch, The Bad Motivators. Should I go on? Star Wars Spelt out. What else we got? Podcasts. Kessel Run Radio Transmissions. Kessel Run Radio Transmissions. We got them all on there. All of our friends were on there. Just click on their logo and you'll go straight to a fuzzy place where you can listen with Boo, because he loves the word fuzzy, and be transported to a podcast far, far away. Box office. Goopy Doopy doo Takes over number one. Trolls World Tour, Invisible Man, High Note, and Sonic. Capone drops down to number 17. People are listening to our podcast. I think that's the only reason why it dropped. But if you notice, the top five has pretty much been the top five for a while. I know in, um, High Note came out. That just got in there. That was number one last week. But it's pretty much been Scoob, Trolls, and Sonic. And Invisible Man has been really solid. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Invisible Man made a shit ton of money in the theaters. And it's making a shit ton of money out of the theaters. And uh, rumor is that California is going to let 25% capacity in movie theaters by next week. No, this Friday, actually. This
6: Friday? June 12th. This Friday, they can open up. Wow. What movies are going to be played? The same ones you just talked about. Oh, really? Yeah. No, th- not guaranteed, but that's pretty much all they have.
5: Yeah. I would definitely see Capone in a movie theater. So I can shit on the seat and you know, walk out. And then just so How dare you have this piece of shit? Somebody shat in your eyes. Is that why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> somebody <laughs> shat in my eyes. Well, let's get to it. Anybody's watching anything you need to talk about? I'm still watching Better Call Saul, and it's getting better and better. Actually, I started something. The Last yeah. Kingdom we have a listener that has been pushing that
3: it is legit like it is definitely worth watching it really yes and it's there's plenty of seasons stacked up I think there's four seasons five seasons so if you're looking to binge while we're dealing with all the shenanigans that are out there
5: all right I think it's time for Kylo to tease <laughs> Mr. Chansky this time it's time Star Wars
4: Report. Well, all right. We got some really neat things going on in Star Wars this week.
5: <laughs> are you trying to be Ned Flanders? Is that who you're trying to be? <laughs> Please, Because you're nailing me... it. You're nailing it. <laughs> he's not going to listen to it anyway. So yeah, it he's not, not going <laughs> to listen
6: to
4: it anyway. We,
2: still love you,
4: Eric. Yeah. That's we do. Um, no, it's one of those time periods where things are seemingly quiet, but there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes rumors of news that's about to happen that we don't know yet but we did get the premiere of a new star wars show today jedi temple challenges featuring ahmed best premiered on the star wars kids channel on youtube
2: say what
4: wait on youtube yeah it's not on disney plus no it's it's very bizarre that they didn't put it on disney plus it's on star wars kids
5: and they put up the first two episodes God, I looked all over for it on Disney Plus today. Mm-hmm. God darn it. That's crap. Even on my best, liked one of my tweets. I was so happy. Oh,
4: nice. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Very, he's very
5: interactive on Twitter. Yeah. I think. I, I told uh, him, he said he was really nervous about how it's going to go down. And I put, you have nothing to be worried about. You're going to do great. And the show's going to be great. Yeah. It's, and, he's, and he liked it.
4: It's a fun concept. And you could tell he's having fun with it. And it's, it, it's good to see. It's good. good to see. I watched it with my kids. They enjoyed it. It's a, it's a, it's a fun show for kids. And I, I think they should open it, the competition up to adults too. <laughs> hey, Tom, is that a challenge? <laughs> no, I'm just saying on. I want to dress up like that and do these temple challenges <laughs> yeah. and, and win myself a lightsaber.
5: Here's a question. None of us here are real cosplayers, right? We don't cosplay at all. Who would you guys cosplay as? I've cosplayed before during Halloween and stuff. I guess everybody does, but I I've, I did a specific Star Wars. I'm talking about a Star Wars character. Who would you cosplay as, Commander Cody? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I, I don't know or Chewie. Yeah, I don't. I don't know e- either. I cosplayed as Luke because you know obviously we look a lot like. But Luke, yeah. uh, Empire Strikes Back, Hoff, remember the Halloween party? And I had a t- <laughs> uh, blow up Tauntaun that I was riding around. It was yeah. pretty good. Oh. Yeah, it, it worked out well. I'll send you a picture, Tom. You have a good. You're also a good looking. Layup. I have done Leia multiple times. Yeah. (laughs) I even skated on an ice rink. Remember that? Les, in my Leia outfit on skates playing hockey. Hmm. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it was good. I had the buns and everything, and I put like a lot of socks in the breast area. So I was like, really, you know, Hmm. but then I had my scruff. So it was, yeah, it was interesting. Hmm. But uh, you got to answer this, uh, Les. You can't just say, I don't know. You're on a podcast. Oh, come on. I I honestly, you be Lando? No, Mm. I can't. I'm light-skinned.
3: It doesn't count. What? No, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I, I can see myself in a, a permed wig. They have a cape? Oh, hell and yeah. A permed wig or a jerry curl wig? I'd be Lando,
4: but when he's wearing Han Solo's clothes at the end of Empire Strikes Back.
5: Oh. Ooh. Okay. okay.
4: I, did, I did that for Halloween a few years ago. I, just, oh, I had did a, you really? I had a Han Solo oh. vest. I just put on a mustache. I got like a fake mustache. And <laughs> you Han Solo? I said, no, I'm Lando.
5: And they looked at me weird. I said, just watch Empire Strikes Back. I, I wonder why they <laughs> looked at you weird. Like, huh? yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? yeah Yeah. okay i'm sorry i'm sorry to to derail you now you know how eric feels (laughs)
4: that's that's fine
5: that's (laughs) fine
4: uh but no no jedi temple challenge i don't know if it's going to be a weekly thing but it's it's fun check it out youtube kids if you have some time last week we got another episode of disney gallery the mandalorian this one about the pre-visualization process um and it basically went into Really, what's become a Star Wars tradition is the the, the idea of them plotting out what we're going to see on screen before they start shooting. And so this goes back now. to the original documentaries about the original trilogy mm-hmm. where they would take action figures and just VHS them. And now it's so sophisticated to the point where they can do all this animation in a computer and it will help them. The software will go directly to how things work and
5: the cameras are controlled in the volume. I think this is the 5G stuff that I kept hearing back then. When I got to go to the set, they tapped into the resource of Verizon was helping them or something. And that's exactly what they were saying is that this lets them in real time do the animation so they can see it. Mm -hmm. This this episode was so interesting. I know probably a lot of people didn't like it because it was very technical, Mm -hmm. but I thought it was super interesting. And it, this is going to be the wave of the future for films. It's yeah. unreal what they're doing now. But the only thing that threw me off, King Tom, was Previzla <laughs> saying Previz yes. throughout the entire thing. That threw me <laughs> off every single time he said that. He and I thought he like, would say something about it. He just likes talking about himself. Yeah, Previz, 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 Previz. Yeah. Other than that, I thought it was really good, really fun. Like It was just really cool to see how they're working on things and how detailed they are and how easy it's becoming for the directors to visualize what they want to put out there before they put out there. It's just it's a wave of the future, man.
4: Yeah. And I I think it speaks to the whole idea of ILM continually all these years, you know, forty something years after they opened their doors, they are still innovating and finding ways to advance the technology. It's pretty, pretty cool. So, yeah, ace job by them.
5: Um, Ace job. Speaking of
4: (laughs) The Mandalorian, Collider had an interview with Sam Hargrave, who Mm. directed Extraction, movie that uh, Chris Hemsworth starred in for Netflix. He was hired as the second unit director of season two of The Mandalorian. He says the reason they hired him, you know, he wasn't out looking for a job. They came to him. They wanted
5: someone who has experience with action. Well, Extraction is my favorite movie of this COVID era so far. It was so well done and specifically the action. So if we're going to get anything that resembles what we see on the screen for that film, we are in for a treat, man. uh, King Tom, you haven't seen it, right? No, not yet did want to ask you did, you, did you
4: guys feel that anything about the action in season one of The Mandalorian
5: was, was lacking? No, I, I personally didn't feel it was lacking, but I will say it seemed like there was a lot of wide angle shots, mm-hmm. um, a lot of, I'm not going to say basic fighting sequences, but I'm sure being in that outfit doesn't help uh, flexibility wise, but I love the action. Don't get me wrong. I thought yeah. they did an amazing job with it, but extraction takes action to another level. It's hard to explain, right? It's like playing mm-hmm. Call of Duty, mm-hmm. but you're watching a film. That's how it felt. Yeah, or, no, or
6: Battlefront. Yeah, n- nothing in nothing in the first season of Mando. Bad. No, nothing was bad. Yeah. Nothing wowed me necessarily. I'm like, it's just cool to see a fucking Mandalorian fucking up people, and then you see stormtroopers getting their ass kicked. One gets a you know fucking uh, torch to death, but an extraction. The way that he filmed the movie, it's uh, I guess guerrilla style, if you mm-hmm. want to call it, where he is there. Just with a, the camera, a handheld camera, he's getting in the face of the action. Yeah. So these guys are having their fight choreography, and he's within punching distance of the fight. And he just
5: follows the fight as it goes yeah. on. So if it's anything like that, oh, that should be so sick. We're excited because we see Warriors man- flying around, zooming in the air and blowing shit up. That was awesome. But mm-hmm. now we've seen it. Mm-hmm. So what's right. the second season going to be like? Yeah. yeah.
4: The reason I asked is because when he was talking to Collider, he does say that the volume is closed in and has a ceiling cap. So it limits what you c- can do with the space you have. So I'm w- I'm wondering mm-hmm. if that's part of why he came in to think of other ways or new ways to mm-hmm. show things taking place. Like I said, I haven't seen extraction and with what Boo said, I'm flashing back to the Bourne movies and how a lot of those movies were up close, fist hitting jaw, and you don't know going Very on. Very
5: similar. Very similar. I mean, I, and can we get that in Star Wars? If, well, we could. We can get anything for now. Me, I would like you can crack maybe some to helmets. Yeah, I,
4: I just hope it doesn't go too because sometimes the Bourne movies went a little bit too far that way. I hope they're able to find a
3: balance. I mean, I could see this working on the Cassian series, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. where he's more of a spy thing. Yeah. Know, and, and, and Yeah. I mean, if we can bring
5: any type of extra action upgrade to Star Wars, maybe they'll have him as a second here and they'll give him a couple episodes in the other one, in the Cassian. Yeah, but that takes <laughs> Star Wars in a whole different direction. Right. And that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is going in a different direction. I don't know if people have noticed yet, but yeah. get on the train. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, also,
4: speaking of directors, Deborah Chow, who directed two episodes of uh, in season one of The Mandalorian, she's going to be running the Untitled Obi-Wan series. She gave a video presentation to the Virtual ATX Festival. She was talking about The Mandalorian, but she also said that the series is still scheduled to start production in January, which has been the plan for the last few months since the plan was changed. That's great. Cool. And- yeah, that that news uh, has been featured in a, in a few different places. You know, Ewan is on board with it. She's mm-hmm. looking forward to it. I really like what she did with the Mandalorian, and part of the reason I like the Disney Gallery episode so much is because you get to see her and Tyka, who we know are going to be involved with Star Wars projects in the future. You get to see what they think about Star Wars and yeah, you
5: know so- their thought process. So it right. it gives me hope.
2: Rebellions are built on hope.
5: That's one thing after watching those episodes, you feel great about the future. Like we just talked about, it's going in a different direction. You feel great about where the future is going. Right. We have an email from Robert. Let's just jump on the emails now. Hello, everybody on the Sith list. Just wanted to jump in here and say congrats on the 200th episode. I started listening to you guys around episode 100, and I've been hooked ever since. In my opinion, you guys are one of the best podcasts around and recommend you guys to everyone I know that listens to podcasts. Wow, Robert, that's... Yeah, that's really awesome. It's great email. Should I just stop here? Because it could get really bad after this. No, we're good. <laughs> job quick, is done. Yeah, job is done. A quick question. Since Star Wars Celebration has yet to be canceled or moved, if it ends up not being changed, who out of you guys would still be going? Oh, this is a good question. I Personally, I like most to think that it is not going to happen when it was supposed to, but also when would you guys feel comfortable for it to happen? Hope everybody's doing well and staying safe. Robert from Rancho Cucamonga, right down the street. wonder if he can hear us right now. What's up? <laughs> What's up, Robert? From... Cucamonga. Just open your window. Yeah, right here. <laughs> King Tom, how cool is the... We're used to it because we live in our neighboring city, but how cool is Rancho Cucamonga?
4: I think that's one of the greatest name places of all time. I King cannot Tom. spell it, but I think it's a cool place. You want to try to spell it? I'm looking at it right now. R-A-N-C-H-O... You got that one. Nailed it. <laughs> C-U-C-O-M-O-A-N-G-A.
5: Oh, you just mixed up one. Yeah, you, you added
3: o. an O2 Mini and oh. you moved an O. Coo- oh. an a a.
5: Kuka, Kuka manga, not cuckoo, Kuku. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. manga. Um, daily cuckoo. cuckoo for Kuka cuckoo manga. manga. <laughs> Robert, great question. King Tom, I'm going to go with you first. If they are still going to do a celebration, if they come out in five weeks or whenever it is and say, hey, we never said it was canceled. Why would you guys think it's canceled? If there wasn't any kind of announcement. Would you still go, King Tom? If things stay
4: like they are now with COVID rates, I think I might. At the same time, I want to I really want to go. I really want to go. But I know there are a lot of people who can't go because um the, the, the economy sucks. Right, and, right, and, you right. know People had money saved up that they have to use for other things. Our friends in Australia won't be able to go. So I do hope they postpone it till next year. And I hope they do it soon because uh, I have a prepaid hotel room. If I cancel by June 30th, I get my money back.
5: That's the
6: whole thing. Step up and do something. Everybody's right. counting the days, counting the, t- the, the hours because they're just
5: like, well, it's getting down the crunch time. We have homes <laughs> to live in that we need to notify here in Southern California.
2: <laughs>
5: Damn it. Get to it. Just kidding. This is a tough one because I only want to go to Celebration if all of my friends are here. Mm-hmm. I could Honestly, even if they're going to announce the Cassian thing and, and Obi-Wan and the panels are going to be great, I don't want them to do it if my friends aren't here and I don't get to interact with people that listen to our podcasts and people that have podcasts that we listen to. It's a no-go for me. I mean, I'd still go because it's right down the street from my work, but I'm just saying I don't want to. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. I'd rather everybody comes and
3: then we can get recaps of the day or be on the floor together that, you know, I'd rather that we'd all be
5: able to go. That's the best part of it. It Obviously, I love getting teary eyed when I see a Star Wars preview and jumping up and down with Mike Pappas and all that (laughs) great stuff. I love that. I love that. My favorite parts are hanging out at the bar at night with King Tom, drinking Mm -hmm. a beer, hanging out. Having him s- grab stuff from the top shelf. Yeah. Or the <laughs> excitement with Les and I at the lobby at the Sheraton River where we're at. And we see <laughs> this enormous man walk in for the first time in our lives. And it's King Tom. Oh, and we right. just run yeah. up and give him a big yeah. old hug while yeah. we were hugging his waist because he's so tall. <laughs> <But laughs> Easy there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what I want. I want to see my friend. So no and yes yeah. is, is my answer. So... But I don't want them to move it to, like, Orlando. That's what I'm worried about. I'm, I'm worried that they're going to not have it in Anaheim. And I want people to come to SoCal.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
5: I've never been to California. and I Oh, my. Really? What? To That's go. a
4: crime. That is I a know. Crime. I just
6: wish it was a different month than August because August is hot That's as ball. Hot. Well, it's it's hot right now, right? No, but, but all 30 uh, August,
3: days. Yeah. July, yeah. August yeah. turns yeah. into Ugh. That's right. Hell.
5: That's right. It'd be worth it. There's pools and stuff. There's a beach. You ocean. So thank you Robert Thank you very much for that Thank you for those nice words by the way That's really really nice of you And I hope you listen for the next hundred And I'm glad you didn't listen to the first 99 Well the first <laughs> 99 were good Is there any other Star Wars stuff King Tom?
4: The Project Maverick reveal or teaser got postponed until next week It was supposed to be this week oh. And then a few sites slash people in the know are teasing that there's some news going to hit the streets tomorrow
5: Is that about Cassian? I don't know um, because ch- oh, our, I think somebody mentioned, I think our friends from Kessel, mm-hmm. they mentioned something about Eric's favorite character from Solo might be involved in the Cassian series. Emphis Ness was the rumor that I heard. And this is a straight rumor, but I think Corey and Noah said that that is definitely a possibility and that's what they're hearing. Did you, mm-hmm. anybody else hear that the- from them? I, I remember seeing that, but the th- the thing that's supposed to be revealed
4: tomorrow, according to Jordan Maison of Cinelinks, is not game-slash-movie-slash-show-related, unless something unexpected happens during the PlayStation
5: 5 showcase. Interesting. By the way, we are going to be on this Saturday... You won't be able to hear this before, but I'm sure it's going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on the Kessel Run Transmissions Black Lives Matter donation live kind of thing that we're going to do. We're going to auction off some Star Wars stuff. There's going to be some trivia. There's going to be just some typical podcast stuff, but it's going to be a great time. I think Steel's doing it. uh, Haas is doing it. Think Star Wars Spelt Out's doing it and a bunch of other people. I know Sal's going to be on and all of that stuff. We're going to definitely be on to help out a worthy cause and all the money is going to go to the Black Lives Matters. And I believe the NAACP, Kessel Run Transmissions, subscribe to their YouTube channel and you'll be able to see it there and help and donate. We have another email from Rob, not from Cucamonga, but OG Rob. Hey, Scythlis,
3: congratulations on getting to 200 episodes. Bummer there couldn't be more of a celebration, but I've sent something for you guys via less that I hope will mark this momentous occasion. As 2020 continues to be a steaming pile of crap, the escape you guys are providing to the listeners each week is greatly needed. Cheers,
5: OG Rob. Thanks, Rob. And yes, we are definitely enjoying those wonderful beers from Golden Road. That's right. Got the fruit cart. Is that what they call it? What'd you call me? <laughs> yeah, he got us the fruit cart box. He got me. <laughs> uh, I drank a pretty spiked coffee before I started with some MCT oil. Orgy Rob, cheers back to you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for always just sending emails and listening and all that great stuff. So thank you, buddy. Really, really appreciate it. (laughs) By the way, I I also want to mention a guy that always, always, every single Friday for the last like three years does a hashtag follow Friday. And he always has us and he always supports us. Ryan Bullock, if you're listening, Thank you so much. I just wanted to say it on the podcast. Hopefully you listen to the podcast and you just like forward us. But he always puts like a favorite geek podcast. Thank you, Ryan Bullock. I just wanted to throw that out there. think is that that's probably all the Star Wars stuff, right? Eric? Yeah. I mean, King Tom. Oh, shit. I forgot Eric's not here. Oh, I keep seeing Eric's because Eric's the one that <laughs> does it. We're so used to
4: it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I was waiting for him to respond to it. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> all I have.
5: All right. Thank you, King Tom. Thank you. Mm-hmm. For ruling the land and stepping in and filling those uh, big shoes, I don't know if if uh, Eric has big shoes. Probably not. I would just guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, let's go to <laughs> pop culture reboots and remakes. Any Evil Dead fans here? Yeah, slightly. Not everybody yeah. raise your hand at once. I think it's slightly. a cool concept. It you know it,
6: it kind of takes like the the horror genre and kind of like. Makes it, it's still scary. Like campy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still makes it scary, but it's like awesome. Guys guy's got a fucking chainsaw for an arm and the boomstick. That's, yeah, it's pretty campy. That's yeah. cool. I
5: never got into it, but they talk about a fanatical fan base and a cult following. Yes. Evil Dead has a big one. So while speaking with Empire, Bruce Campbell, who plays the main star in Evil Dead. Ash? Oh, it is Ash. It is <laughs> Ash. Yeah, you're right. This is what he had to say because he revealed that Lee Cronin will be fill out the position of the next director, it looks like. We're just getting off the phone with Lee Cronin, who is writing and directing the next Evil Dead. It's called Evil Dead Now. Sam handpicked Lee. He did a cool movie called The Hole in the Ground. We're going to get that sucker out as soon as practical. <laughs> okay? For all you Evil Dead fans, there you go. We don't just give you Star Wars here. We don't just give you Marvel, DC. We give you campy horror. That we don't even give a shit about. (laughs) Someone does. Someone does listening. Yeah, We just informed somebody, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Job is done. Yes. You're welcome. Bill and Ted's. I've saved this for myself. I have not watched. Boo doesn't give a shit about it because Boo doesn't remember the importance of Bill and Ted in our lives. I've seen Bill and Ted. Yeah, but you don't remember how important it was. Yeah. Bill and Ted's was huge. Excellent. Man, George no, Carlin was in the wrong. first. Yeah. Excellent. That's what? That's a Wayne's sure <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I was hoping you guys would catch it. <laughs> you yeah. uh, uh, uh. just brought us down. i not sure. That's my plan. That's okay. That's we're we're going to watch the Bill and Ted's trailer. Has anybody else watched this? I have. I have not yet. You have? You have not? Okay, I haven't either. We're going to play this um, Keanu Reeves, and the other guy that looks like the other guy. The other guy looks like Sean Penn's brother from back in the day, but it's not really Sean Penn's brother. So that guy, Andrew um, Richley
3: I was about to say
5: Andrew. Andrew I,
3: I was about to bring up the other guy from Wham. No, nice. no, no. The other guy. Was gonna say. The other guy from Hall and The other guy. Oh, <laughs> Tom literally thought what you thought at the same
5: time. He's the king of all pods.
2: 25 years ago, you played a concert in
5: front of... Oh, the look, that's me at a festival.
4: <laughs> Not anymore. Not surprised yeah. you were there. A month
2: ago, you played in Barstow, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for two
5: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Barstow.
2: Bill and Ted, what have you got to say for yourselves?
5: Be excellent to each other
2: and party on.
5: That's <laughs> so rad <laughs> so bad. Uh, this summer
2: to unite the world and save reality as we know it.
0: Oh, man. Bill. We've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world.
4: Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? God. No,
5: sir. Isn't
6: that stealing?
4: (laughs) How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves,
5: dude. Oh, he's back! Death is back. Remember, Remember, he's back oh shit they're huge
4: no way how'd you like our song it's a little on the dark
2: side but you know that's cool wow
5: okay well um, that looks horrible uh, that yeah that i f-
6: you, you know what this reminds me of zoolander 2 Oh way too fucking hmm. late. There was Zoolander too. Exactly. There was? <laughs> yes. No, but they made it like fifteen years later. That was the issue. It was way too fucking late. And it's just like one of those where people forgot what the fuck is
5: even Zoolander? Um oh, People man. still remember Bill and Ted, but this this looks I think Kiana just wanted to throw Andrew Ridgely a bone. Yep. <laughs> like like get him some money. <laughs> like I'm, I've made it I'm an A-lister what is this? I'm what, the nicest guy in Hollywood What is this like Adam Sandler you know, keeping Yeah Keeping everybody else employed Because uh-huh. there's no reason This should have been made No I was really hoping That this would be good Nope This looked <laughs> really bad God mm-hmm. damn it <sighs> I shouldn't I, have saved it No <sighs> Damn it Well You know Sometimes you just gotta be disappointed Bill and Ted's Email from my Email <laughs> <laughs> my Email
3: from Ian. Hey, Sith Listers. Hope you had a good week. So I just finished Ozark season three. Yes. yes. Good for you. Holy fucking shit. That's right. Yes. That's right. I have to say, I think this could be better than Breaking Bad. It's it's hey, I said it's right up there. It's yeah, it's it's
6: it it, it can step into the same ring.
3: I, yes. I personally like it more than Breaking Bad and The Sopranos easily. Oh, wow.
5: That's I may wow. have to
3: do a rewatch of both of those shows. Yeah.
5: That's not a bad idea. Not a bad
3: idea. A bad while watching this show, however, and about a year late, I've come to the conclusion that I don't think I can say Game of Thrones is the best show ever. I honestly don't think it's top three or five. What? The last two seasons were atrocious, even though in terms of sound and production, they were very
5: well executed. They were. What are your thoughts? Atrocious? Ian? Atrocious? I will definitely say it's not atrocious. I would definitely say they weren't that bad. The last couple episodes? maybe went a certain way you didn't want the but show to go to fucking awesome but visually action wise sound just like you said there's not a better show for a show to make to make you feel like you're watching a movie every single episode and that's what the last two seasons were to me they, they weren't obviously as great as they were seasons one through whatever the hell it was five
3: honestly uh i really think game of thrones is a top five for sure Yes. For most people's lists. Exactly. Uh, and I'm not trying to like hard disagree here. It's just a matter I will. of.
5: You come down, bro. You will? Yeah,
3: I will. <laughs> no, it's just a matter of there's some really good shows out there. There's a lot of, there's so much more out there still. Honestly, uh, I really think Game of Thrones is is a top five for sure. Yes. For most people's lists. Exactly. Uh, and I'm not trying to like hard disagree here. It's just a matter of. I will. Of, You come down. You will? I will. (laughs) No, it's just a matter of there's some really good shows out there. There's a lot of, there's so much more out there still. I think the reach that Game of Thrones had is, puts it up there in the first place. It's, Lost was captivating. It sure was. You know what I mean? There's shows that are just captivating that mostly everybody is on the train. And Game of Thrones is one of those shows. Like, it's just one of those shows
5: where you didn't have to look far to talk to somebody about it. Yeah, and I think Game of Thrones also was helped by watching it every week, yes. not binging it. Yes, exactly. Because so, the uh, water cooler talk for was sure. amazing, kind of like Lost was.
4: I never really got into Game of Thrones, so I can't speak to that, but we did have a kind of a conversation on Twitter with Ian a few days ago, and Ian is going to be watching Lost. Ian's never watched it
5: before. That's so, awesome. I saw that. I saw that. I'm so happy Ian's watching I'm very you curious. Know I, I'm very curious we should to have see what the Ian. reaction to that is. Yes, Ian, do this. When you watch each season, Give us a report what, yeah, of what you some thought. Feedback, yeah. yeah, we wanted some <laughs> feedback to see what you thought, especially because you're going to probably be binging it. Appreciate that email, Ian. And even though I disagree with you about Game of Thrones, go ahead, Boo, <laughs> you want to chime in there? Yeah, no, definitely top five. For some people,
6: top three. Take away the visual effects, how they were able to make us care and interested in so many different characters and from to spread them all across the the well. The continent, essentially. Spread them all the way across the continent. And for us to be so invested in each character, have actual not backstory, but development of every character. And then for people to have the balls to kill people that you didn't think were gonna die. And not just to, you know, a hero's death or something like that, but horrible stuff where yeah. they just they just literally rip out your heart and guess what? They stomp on it and keep walking. And they just say either keep up or Get the fuck off. Just with that, just the balls that the show had Mm -hmm. definitely makes a top five. You know, just the the character development, how many characters they had, how it all comes to the end. And I think I think it was a great ending. I think it was a great ending. I think the last two seasons were a bit rushed, but but they wanted they wanted to finish it. And I give them for whatever for the entire total of the show. Definitely top five. And I think I think it's I think it's an, an incredible show. And I'm really, really glad you're you're watching Ozark. Yeah, if oh that too. Yeah, I want to see I want to see give I want to see its whole run of Ozark and then I'll compare it to Breaking Bad because it is it's it's that up and coming fighter who is who's got fucking potential
5: and he's going to is going to go into the ring with the champion. You need to watch Better Call Saul get through the first two episodes. If you're a Breaking Bad fan, mm-hmm. There's so many deep cuts. Did you watch Break, uh, Breaking Bad King Tom at all? No, I never got into okay. it. Okay. There's so many deep cuts and so many characters that you want to know about. Like okay. Mike. Mike yeah. was one of the best, right? Mm-hmm. This is about Mike. That's awesome. It's not just about Saul. It it the parallels are they do it at the same time. It's oh, just so good. You got to watch it. So there you go. Let's listen to the whims voicemail the week before he put us hmm. hold on for a second. Who looks talking? Is that Lorena? That's the TV, I think. I'm not hearing anything. You're not?
6: That's the TV because
5: somebody said trouble. That's oh, she's TV. listening to NPR's news. Hold on, let me call her. Jesus, <laughs> Lord. She's telling Echo to play NPR. This Wrinkles the Clown? Yeah. We're, we're on her. Uh, hello?
0: Hi. Hi,
5: are you listening? <laughs> hey, you? I'm outside. Are you listening to NPR news?
0: I am. I, um...
5: Can you lower just a tad? Because all of our listeners are listening to NPR news as well.
0: Can you tell me to lower down the cackles?
5: Can <laughs> you hear me cackle?
0: I can hear you cackling.
6: Yeah. <laughs> well.
0: So I'll I'll, t- I'll turn off the NPR if you turn off the cackle.
6: <laughs> no guarantees. We didn't tell you to turn it off. We said turn it down. Yeah, yeah you can
5: leave it on because it's all very highbrow. I <laughs>
0: like
5: Okay. Off. Oh. Ooh, that's a power mm-hmm. move, isn't it? Okay. Let's see all right. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. You're welcome. All right, back to our regular scheduled programming. Okay, here we go. The whim voicemail.
1: Hey guys, it's Wim here. I just wanted to congratulate you guys on episode 200. i to say that I've been listening to the show since about episode 30, I think is what it was. That's what iTunes told me it was. And as I've said in many of an email before, I had the pleasure of meeting O'Raj at Celebration in yes. Orlando. very cool. I also had the opportunity to meet Boo and Brittany in Chicago, but yes. since I'm an introvert, I. Didn't really say anything. Aww. I was standing directly behind them. Oh, what! And I <laughs> briefly got to meet. King did you know Tom. that? I did not. So I'm slowly. getting think to Tom, me you met him. Yep. To go. Now I was excited. I was excited to see what was going to happen with uh, episode 200, with all these strange going on at the Circle K. I kind of messaged Raj saying how I wasn't certain how I could get the message in. So I kind of decided to to play it as myself and not as my character telling you guys to fuck off. So, you know, before all this happened, I did have these grand views about, you know, what was going to happen, what, you know, the grandeur of. FSU 200 was like WrestleMania in the 80s. Mirage on the mic and Les in the background, all oiled up, slapping his chest. And it, Big man.
5: That's actually happened. <laughs> dream that's going to happen. It already, it already has yeah. one. Well, as a
1: token to you guys, not, this. I'd like to yeah. present you with this acoustic version oh. of Shut Up at You Face. Oh. Right. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Here we go. No, I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) I've been playing the guitar for two weeks. I don't don't know what the hell I'm doing. I know three chords. I can't. Anyway, (laughs) leave you with this topic of discussion. What is your guilty pleasure? Mm. I myself love a good Broadway musical. While I'm biased towards Wicked, Rent to me kind of opened up a whole new door and showed me that a musical could be completely different than what my preconceived notion of what a musical was. Mm -hmm. And Hamilton is just on a different level. If you, if you ever gone to it and then, oh, oh yeah, we're going to have this predominantly black and Latino cast rap about, uh, you know, the Revolutionary War. The notion of it is so far-fetched and so unbelievable, it is it's completely believable. And as uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda had once said, if this were to happen today, it would be the minorities that would be causing this change, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. as we're... As we're seeing. ...shown recently. I mean, uh, he's right. Yeah, shit. So, Seth Listers, what is your guilty pleasures? But now, before I... Leave you again on this again. Congratulations on episode 200. I'm glad to say that I played a very minor role on this with my smart uh, like emails. And i, like, oh, emails I, uh, and I glad I'm like, go to, not, tell you guys to guy
5: guys no, no, but, but, but honestly, it's, it's not a small role. You play a We really appreciate your I'm support, somewhere. and <laughs> yeah. we're so happy go that on. you're doing well. By the way, happy belated birthday! The whim I try. For our listeners and people that we follow, I try to catch their birthdays on Twitter so I can say happy birthday. I, that's like a thing that I try to do. I fucking miss the whim. <laughs> and he let me know it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I apologize. So happy birthday. There you go. When will you get a happy birthday on the podcast? Not a lot of people get that. But uh, I will say Hamilton, I've seen it twice. I saw it in Manhattan. And I saw it here in Los Angeles. Did and you it, see Aladdin? In, I, uh, I saw Aladdin in at the Panthagia. In Hollywood, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fantastic too, but but Hamilton is at a total different level. It's one of those ones you walk away, you're emotional. It's really, really done well, and I am a big fan of musicals as well. I've seen a bunch of stuff, so that is my guilty pleasure as well, is I like a good musical, and I do like a good rom-com. Oh, we've talked about this before. I'm a big rom-com fan, so yeah, that's my guilty pleasure. Let's go to... Uh, I'm trying to think of what I'm into that I don't share, and...
4: You know, unlike in earlier in my life when it wasn't cool to be into Star Wars or comic books, you know, now I'm pretty bold about sharing what I'm into. So I don't, I don't know that there's anything that that, I, that I'm into that I don't really let other people, or not that I don't let other people know about, but that do- doesn't run with who I am.
5: What's your favorite soap opera? I uh, guarantee General you. Hospital. Time out. I guarantee you. Yes, General Luke and Laura. You think Luke <laughs> yeah. and Laura fan? Uh, no. No, just because Luke was pretty creepy towards Laura. He was And his k- jerry curls I didn't like his jerry curls yeah, his jerry For curls a white guy weird. Having then, jerry curls like that Ugh
3: And
4: then when he came back About 10-15 years ago yes. uh, He's just oh. a creepy Awful Creepy awful. ass And
3: let me tell you why I know about did, General didn't Hospital did he have a twin With an eye patch He did He yes. did yes. Why do we know this Don't we all with the eye patch Don't <laughs> we all have an evil twin With an eye patch <laughs> We all know this Because we stayed home From school And sat with our mom That's right And watched well, When
5: we are sick The stories That's what, what my mom called him. The stories We gotta watch
3: the stories Yeah. The stories are coming on general
5: hospital it was a port town of port charles port Port charles Charles. there it is damn wasn't there wasn't there There another set of
3: twins on that show too like one guy was a rich guy and the other guy had a mental disability
5: it's well you're naming every soap opera i think (laughs) uh, in history the great things about soap operas are adam and stewart Adam Stewart. The gray-haired
3: older guy. What, what, was that a different show? Was that uh, Young and Restless?
5: It could be. I, I was. I did not waver from General Hospital. I, like, I felt like I was cheating on General Hospital, <laughs> so I didn't watch anything else.
3: Yeah, but you had General. to watch all of it. No, 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 no. I didn't. Right? Guiding Light. was No, nope. yeah, that was all bullshit. Started. General that Hospital was the best. Might...
5: Luke and Laura had me, man. And then uh, Rick Springfield started in General Hospital, and so did, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, John Stamos started on General Hospital. And there's another big actor that started on General
3: Hospital. What show about. has Suzanne Lucci in it?
5: That's a one life to live, okay. I think. That came on in mm-hmm. the same. way. Wow. is it one life to live? Yes, it is. I yeah. think so. Yeah, she's still on it, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, that. So I don't know how we, dive, you know, got into the uh, That's guilty, a guilty, pleasure. Pleasure. Guilty, guilty pleasure. Guilty so, pleasure. you
3: just exposed some guilty pleasure.
5: <laughs> okay. Okay. How about you? Um, so King Tom, you didn't have really have one, but now we know. <sighs> well i i am somewhat versed in general hospital yes we all are evidently it's uh came out of nowhere weird Mm
6: -hmm. okay yeah i kind of feel like king tom where i really don't have anything it's you know like i'll enjoy a rom-com it's not something where i'm like Mm uh i'm like yeah let's go see it but if it's on or something like that or somebody else is watching i'd be like sure i'm not opposed to it
5: ah american idol and america's got talent I don't, uh, miss, I don't miss a damn episode. <laughs> I swear to God.
3: And this isn't a knock on it, but I really like uh, a lot of the Sci-Fi Channel's original programming.
5: No, that's not bad. No, that's, that's not. Bad. That's probably my. You're talking about like the Sharknado stuff?
3: Uh, I draw the line
5: there. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, you, so you draw, draw the line there. Series, you know, like Continuum. Right. That's not bad at all. There's nothing else, huh? I can't. I, there's got to be something. Uh, the
3: last time I did that, everybody, I think I let. Oh know, I was yes, you're a little, little
5: nutcase. Yes, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> I
3: still love uh, it. Oh, I still love it. Refrain from sharing that with everybody. <laughs> I,
4: I saw one video on Twitter today. This just jackass white guy yelling at this Asian man at an intersection. Oh, the most thing ever. What's that? Go ahead, it, King Tom. The guy in flip flops, right? Yeah, the guy and, in the oh. guy in flip flops, and he's like the guy. The Asian man is like trying to de-escalate, walking backwards. And all of a sudden, the guy, the white guy in flip flops, starts hitting him. They, and, and he like does this weird move where he kicks off the flip flops, but then he yeah. makes this move to punch him, and he misses. And then the Asian guy just decks him and knocks him out right in front of this so car. Beautiful. And oh, like that's the, the best, this SUV is just stopped in traffic. And the Asian man, to his credit, leans down and helps
3: the guy out of the intersection. Yeah, Shit. so, so yeah. you have to watch that. So like me, I'm to the point where I can break down. Oh lord. <laughs> Get the the momentum changers. And mm-hmm. that dum-dum walks up and like puts his hands out to try to grab the guy. And if you watch, the, the Asian dude lands like at least three solid chin clippers. And then the guy backs up, kicks his shoes off, walks in and then boom. <laughs> and then his head hits the concrete. It is.
5: Play by play by Les Gonzalez. Yeah, exactly. yep. most
3: satisfying standing up. Like,
5: I do like watching when bully. The, somebody tries to yeah. bully somebody and then they like come it in. It was the oh, most fuck satisfying. Out. That is pretty bad. Or, or when Nazis get punched. That's one, oh yeah, yeah Well, that, was, that tops them all. Yes, absolutely. White supremacist Nazis.
4: Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. Same
5: thing. Email from Colton, our favorite name in podcasting. Colton Michael, Michael Colton. Howdy guys. Hope y'all are doing well. I wanted to wish you a happy 200. It's impressive enough getting a podcast together each week and y'all have really made the last few months a lot better each and every weekend. Well, thank you, buddy. With all that's going on last week, I'd also like to thank each of you, and especially Eric, for speaking out on social issues. Hearing you talk about the protests and the state of the country pushed me to finally donate to the cause. That's fucking awesome. Feel free to plug the NAACP Legal Defense Fund if y'all are comfortable doing so. Absolutely. Please. And that's, again, some of the stuff that we're doing on Saturday is going to be have the NAACP involved. You listening to us and wanting to donate means fucking everything. So, thank yeah, you so exactly. much. That's really cool. And <laughs> finally, i uh, like to ask a bit of an escapism question. If you had any guest in the Sith layer for an episode, who would it be and why? Oh, that's a damn good question. Don't feel limited to Star Wars. Feel free to pull the musicians, politicians, etc. Cheers, and looking forward to the next 200 episodes. Colton Michael, Michael Colton. Wow, that's a great question. I would love. Oh, yeah, my first one would be Harrison Ford, but uh, the problem with Harrison Ford is I think he'd just be a dick. Like I, I would be disappointed like, hurry up. Let's get this over with. That kind of stuff. That's one of the guys that I'd get nervous. I don't get nervous around seeing stars. I would get nervous and I'd clam up, I think, with him. But I would love to hang out with Eddie Vedder and have a beer with him and do karaoke with him because I know he pops into karaoke bars in Chicago and he does karaoke with Bill Murray and with Chris Chalios, who used to be a great hockey player. He just jumps in and does karaoke and if people are doing Pearl Jam songs. He'll let them finish and then he'll go up and repeat the song. He'll, <laughs> <laughs> he'll do it himself. Go ahead, Les. It'd probably be uh, Donald Glover. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Cool. Damn it. He's, that's a good one. When does Atlanta start again?
3: Um, I think they had already wrapped. I think we may see it this month. Such a good June. show. God, it's a good show. I miss Atlanta. Yeah, but it would be cool to just talk to him about everything, see if, you know, where his geek vein goes. Yeah. See, I mean, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, he developed. An animated Deadpool mm-hmm. series that was supposed to come out—you got scrapped, yeah, right?
5: Effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So I mean, just to get his take, you know, maybe, maybe even get uh, him to sneak on Lakeith Stanfield in, into the guest spot with. Him. Oh, god! We, we talk to both of them. Just yeah, that would be rad. Yeah, because Lakeith Stanfield is lobbying for the Joker. Yeah, he is in the news. Well, that's
5: a great little segue for later on in the episode. Yeah. Oh, good mm-hmm. job, Les.
3: I'd probably
6: have uh, Kevin Feige. Oh, okay. I, That's a good one. Yeah, Fijer would be good too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's never coming on. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, just to, you know, I, I would like to talk to him about the beginning, beginning of the whole MCU and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Were there any pitfalls? Were there you know any? I'm, I'm sure they were nervous about things. Thor: Dark World. That was yeah, a pitfall. <laughs> yeah, that too. You know, you know how how does how do you plan for a decade kind of thing? Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. You know, just just to pick his brain about all that, and you know, maybe ask questions about the
5: future and and different things like that. It's a good one, yeah. Yeah, so Fiji. Well, I also would like Rusty Brown. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. He's, he's got to finish part three first, though. He's got to finish our <laughs> story. Yes, yeah. that's right. I would say either Ryan Johnson or Taika Waititi. Oh ta- yeah, that would be cool. Just yeah, ta- be- uh, Taika would I, be really cool.
4: I don't know. I, I'm sure Taika. Like Star Wars to some point, but we know Ryan is a Star Wars nerd, and I would just love to talk about behind-the-scenes story stuff with him. And you know, Tyka, because he's he has experience in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and because now he's going to be doing something Star Wars, I'd just like to hear him talk about both things more.
5: Yeah, that would be cool. He would be a good one. I like him because when you're watching the gallery, he seems like a kind of guy that is just staying quiet for the most part because he's not like fully a Star Wars crazy nerd, Mm -hmm. but he loves it, but he's not like crazy into it. It's interesting seeing him in that kind of uh, vein on uh, on the gallery show. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Colton. Thank you for the nice words and thank you for supporting us and listening to us and great question and really appreciate you donating. To a good cause. That's for sure. Email from Andy real quick. is a short one. Hey guys, congratulations on 200. This is our buddy, Andy Campbell. Huh. I know how much time you guys put into each episode and it shows. Oh, thank you, buddy. From meeting you all at celebration. I knew you guys were just like you sound on the podcast. Absolute gentlemen. I don't think he met us then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was
6: told like, uh, that. Is, is, was is, like, is, he, is he
5: talking about another podcast? He, by, <laughs> says it's
3: he hung out.
5: Yeah. Yeah. But the gentleman part. I don't, yeah. I, I disagree. Yeah. That's uh, not us. Uh, Hope you are all (laughs) safe and keep the laughs coming. Cheers. Thank you, Andy. You're making us laugh. really appreciate (laughs) it. Yeah. Thanks for the jokes on that one. But uh, we had Andy on episodes ago, and we had a great time with him. Mm -hmm. What a great guy. All you guys are great guys and gals. Everybody, yeah. They're all nice. All right. So let's jump into some comic book TV movie news. Now, Les just talked about the Joker. And this is interesting because we have the Batman coming up sometime in the near future. And according to The Direct which is one of these um, trades, I guess. Matt Reeves is planning to introduce a new version of the Joker into his trilogy. The trade reports that Reeves allegedly wants to utilize the crown prince of crime as one of the multiple villains in the second and third film and plans to reference him in The Batman. The story also mentions that he and Warner Brothers haven't begun a casting search for the role yet. Well, I think Les just gave you one. (laughs) <laughs> that would be amazing I know he wants to do it and I think that would be a great choice and this is really interesting because if he does this um, yeah I guess we won't get what's his name's Joker but that's okay like I said before different versions of the Joker is fine with me and you can pick one that you like you, you can you go want, back to you it want Phoenix's? I still think you can use his character by being in jail as a mentor kind of like Silence of the Lambs because the way that they set it up, I know you didn't see the film, but the way that they set it up is he is building an army, like kind of like the yes. comic book. And anybody can be Joker. Anybody is Joker uh, who loses it. They could go back to him and use him and utilize that character. I don't think they will. And in this one, the whole rogue is going to be there. The whole rogue gallery is going to be in the, I mean, we got pretty much the Riddler. We got Penguin. We got Carmine. What'd you call him? The penguin? <laughs> I, I heard an L in there. Anybody else hear an L in there? So I, Riddler. The Riddler. No, no, no. no, no, no. Pa- no I heard
4: Penguin.
5: Yeah, I heard Pangolin. I heard Pangolin. I think you guys are listening too hard for what I'm saying, you sons. <laughs> I haven't said Batman. a word. I haven't a bees. said a word. This would be fantastic. I am really excited about the Batman. That's why I keep putting Batman updates on here. I yeah, think I this know. is going to be it, really good. This could be good. Yeah, I this think this is going to be really good. Be a... I think King Tom's even going to go to this and he's going to like it. I know he's anti DC, but whatever. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. He is deep down Not too. No. His guilty pleasure is really... He really likes Batman versus I'm, Superman. I'm a huge fan of Booster Gold. There it is. <laughs> ah, ah, there it is. See? <laughs> Speaking of things that King Tom loves, the X-Men. As Black Lives Matter protests started taking place around the world, people were going to the X-Men and talking about the X-Men more and more because writer, one of the writers of the X-Men comic books, Jonathan Hickman took to Twitter to pledge his support to the movement. Though the fan favorite writer admitted that he aimed to stop explaining his writings as a few years ago. So he came out and said, I'm not talking about what the writings mean. It should mean whatever you guys want it to mean. But he came out and this is what he said recently because of the stuff that's going on. I promised myself a couple years ago that I wouldn't ever explain my writing or comment personally on how I feel about what I was working on because I wasn't really interested in being the focus of attention. I wanted my work to be. Maybe that was wrong. I've spent the last couple of years writing about nothing but what's currently going on, and I think my feelings are clear. We're slaves to the economic systems. The world is broken, and you can only stand on the backs of others for so long before they rise up. I believe that. Very interesting. Now, I know Les King Tom, huge X-Men fans. I always appreciate it and respected the fact that they put issues out there more than any other storyline, in my opinion. I'm not a huge fan of the X-Men because I, I mean, read all the books that you guys read, but still respect the fact that they bring out issues in the in real life, in the real world. The parallels that stuff that's going on right now, how do you guys feel about what Hickman's saying?
4: I can definitely see it. I recently... Red. For those of you who don't know, he Hickman took over the X Men about around this time last year. House of X, right? Power, House of X, Powers of Ten. Mm-hmm. They relaunched the whole franchise That's with a storyline about the mutants using their ingenuity and their powers to create a new nation, to basically put them on a level playing field with other countries, to make a home for mutants, but also to grow these drugs, pharmaceuticals, to trade with the rest of the world. Yeah. Wow. and there there's there is a lot there that ties into current offense, events like hickman says how the the oppressed in this case mutants are rising up making a name for themselves using their power to try and better the situation for themselves and huh. part of that storyline also involves the human response where the governments of the world not all of them are ready to accept this at least on a on anything beyond a service level they're nice they're they're playing like they're friends but they're sending an assassin to try and take down professor x or they're creating these Sentinels, mutant hunters, yeah. ne- next generation robots to wipe out all of mutantdom. And it's how not only are the oppressed rising up, but also those who are holding them down. Are they genuine I- I- in their response? And I th- I think it, it ties in ev- even more
5: today. Wow. Wow. That's pretty rad.
3: Yeah. Uh, it showed the links that those in a superior position will go to to maintain that position like they're willing to forego you know their own humanity like mankind gets to a point where they literally give into the phalanx and say fine let's just do this we we want to win we need to stay in charge and free you know if i really don't want to get going (laughs) in all honesty but it's like That was what one of the bigger things that stuck out to me was that how willing they were to destroy themselves to maintain superiority. It was like their their whole thing, instead of saying, you know what, fine. And even on the surface level, accepting uh, mutant kind as a people and a nation and saying, yes, fine, you know, we'll, we'll take in the back channels. They were in all the other outcomes. They were still trying to find a way to oppress them. <laughs> and keep them down and it, it increase their advantage, and to like I said, to the point of giving up their own humanity. Sounds familiar. Like just mm-hmm. giving it up and becoming a, a total machine and giving into a machine, a machine, a technarchy that was mind blowing that that just to be better than the people you're holding down yeah, just to stay crazy. in power just to stay in power to do these things to you know you see legislation out there you see practices for people to say that they deny or don't see a systemic issue it's parallel it's there it's right there in your face how you can't see that
5: kind of like taking seven hours to be able to vote yeah during a primary mm-hmm.
3: or let's be honest uh the clan showed up in in rome Georgia. They got to walk out there like whatever. Nobody turned around, tear gassed them. Nobody, you know what I mean? Nobody ran up and started hitting them with batons and taking full baseball swings at them. No, matter of factly, the police that were there didn't even have a riot gear on. Mm-hmm. You're just like in regular uniform, like whatever.
5: Blatantly do, out
3: there. Yeah, you're willing mm-hmm. to do these things and put yourself in a worse look or the, wor- the worst light possible you could be in just to maintain some level of superiority. Like or mm-hmm. for just comfort or what what is it you know what i mean like
6: right. i think it is the comfort people like like how it feels and stuff like that people feel safe or just this is the way it should be I, you no, know they, they, they right. the status quo has to stay the same and when that changes for people they get terrified and when the status mm-hmm. quo even though they know is awful and wrong as long as it benefits them or it makes them feel more comfortable, they are all down for it. That's the sad part is that they know what's they, it's in front of them. They just choose not to see it. That's the thing.
3: That's the sad part right. is the choice they make.
2: Yeah.
3: Huh. Well. well, well, good on Hickman for standing up. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool and for a lot coming of, out. A lot of people utilizing their platform and yeah, keep on pushing. I mean, and for those people saying that certain mediums that we enjoy are not political, you know, the quote, the air quotes, you know, keep politics out of this or you know like i guess i guess people have been going at tom morello about rage against machines
5: mm-hmm. why oh they're there's... basically
3: saying oh we didn't know you guys were liberal a liberal band we loved you back oh. then now oh we're is, ever oh, is that team. right it has to start somewhere
2: it has to start sometime what better place than here what better time than now
5: oh. If you yeah, didn't know, so. oh, I love Rage. By the yeah, way, and, like, I, and if, the if, it, if, if you know, you guys were like
3: what music were you listening? Yeah, to? exactly.
5: <laughs> I, I, I ended rage. last episode with the Rage song. And, yeah. yeah, and yeah, a quote like, from Martin Luther King at the end and, of it. And Tom so, Morello's like,
3: "Oh, what? that's all we've ever done." Like, what right. are you talking about? Oh, people!
5: I got a Tom Morello story. You want to hear? I don't think I've ever told you. Tom Morello, he was playing at the Voodoo Fest in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and if you've been to New Orleans, there's a really cool bar. In a dungeon. And you were there, Boo. I don't know if you remember, but you were there. I, uh, I remember because it was fucking terrifying. It, yeah. it, it, it is terrifying. And you have to pretty much squeeze yourself through an alleyway to get into it. It's the oldest bar, I believe, in New Orleans. Right off of Bourbon Street. But they play hard music and, and hard rock. But it's very dark. You can't see shit. And we had, Lorena was in this like, there's this like little cage that you can sit in. Little cave cage. And Lorena was in there and a bunch of the other girls that were with us from our group were in there. And I'm standing drinking a beer with my buddies. I think Boo was next to me. And then Tom Murillo played, didn't play with Rage. He showed up as a surprise and played with Ozzy, Ozzy Headline. And he played with Ozzy for two or three songs. But I just look and I see that Tom Murillo is talking to all our girls. (laughs) And he's trying to pick up on one of them. I don't know who, probably all of them. And he's just talking to them. I freak out and I, I didn't give a shit that he's trying to pick up on our girls. I wanted to fucking you wanted to Tom pick up Marilla. on you. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk to him. So, like an idiot, I go over there and I go, I just wanted to say, I've been listening to your music since high school and I, I think you guys are amazing. Everything you've done. Mm-hmm. He's like, it was nice. Like, Thanks, man. Turn around, walked off. You ruined it. Ruined it. Ruined, you ruined, it. ruined it. it. And the girls had no idea who he was. They're just being cordial and nice. I looked at him like, that was Tom Marilla. They're like, who? He's like, ah. Whatever. So that's my Tamarillo story. And by the way, if you think that Rage wasn't a liberal band. Wow. I got no comment. <laughs> wow. wow is the word. Yeah. I got no comment. Know your enemy. Trailer Trash. We have an email from Coda. Hey, guys. Love the podcast. I've been listening to you all for a while now. You should totally check out the Frogs trailer. I attached the link below. I have to say this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Okay. I think we're going to do it. Coda, okay. thank you for emailing us. And we love that you sent us this, and we're going to do that. We're going to take your first email, and we're going to do a trailer trash frogs. You guys ready for this? Because I'm not. I haven't seen it.
6: Just based off of the name, I feel I feel skittish already. Yeah, at least it's not called I'm monkeys. Hey, Going monkeys. to be
3: giant frogs.
5: I hope so. <laughs> That's
3: how, how much is.
5: How, yeah, let's guess what this is going to be about. I haven't seen frogs. this.
3: I'm thinking they're giant. Frogs. I think they're going
5: to be like swamp frogs, like swamp thing or something. Mm-hmm. Frogs. Giant frogs would be just awful. <laughs> like Frogman, didn't Marvel have Frogman? Marvel has a character called Frogman, I believe. It's like one of the worst characters in history. I'm sure. I think so. Yeah, I'm telling you. I know about comics, guys. Oh. Okay. (laughs) All right. Don't question my comic knowledge. All right. So here we go. Coda. This better be good. On three. Actually, this better be bad. (laughs) Good, bad, good, bad. Ribbit, ribbit.
1: Suppose nature gave a war and everybody came the snakes, the birds. The lizards and frogs.
5: They get footage from oh, National Geographic. Oh! Geographics. oh.
1: Suppose that the polluters, the species on Earth called man, were the enemy in that war. Oh. Oh, they just killed... I still believe man is master of the world. And then suppose that the human race lost.
5: Oh, quicksand. She's quicksand. She's Uh-oh. Big old frog.
2: <laughs> old lady
5: going down what, in a quicksand swim thing. Goodbye. Earth swallowed. Vines, yeah, swamp vines. So frogs. Is this the happening before the happening? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, spiders on people. Tarantula. Mm -hmm. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Judy (laughs) Page.
5: Holy shit. That's Sam Elliott. Yeah. That's a young, handsome Sam Elliott. Mm -hmm. His voice has gotten better. Yeah. Because
2: you're the only one making any sense around here.
1: But whether we find him or not, we've got to get off this damn island, all of us now. <laughs> oh, Sam Elliott's
2: <laughs>
4: overacting. Guys, nice pants are a bit tight. I
6: want to, I want to buy a ramp. I have those reasons. pants, Kuntal. <laughs> don't talk. To
3: oh, <laughs> oh. This, it looks like they just drop
5: animals. Yeah, on this is National ge- Geographic footage.
3: <laughs> but it, but it looks like pranks. <laughs> like they're dropping spiders on people's faces. <laughs>
5: I still can't get over Sam Elliott without a mustache.
3: He's beating the hell out
5: of that. State. Well, if he's beating it, they're not showing it. Oh, look at a lot of frogs. A lot of frogs. He just broke a fucking window. Oh, you? no. This is Magnolia. That
3: frog would have been shredded. <laughs> in <his> yeah. <laughs> he goes through some...
5: Oh, contact. shit. They're everywhere already. Oh, my God. There's frogs here. This is mag- oh, Magnolia. Man, this is good. Magnolia. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, the frogs oh. just saw the dead animals uh, uh, that are up on the wall like awards. Trophies, maybe? Trophies. Thank you, buddy. Awards. <laughs> Jesus. Oh! oh!
2: That, that's a small okay. hand. wow.
5: There's uh, that the is... uh, logo, the poster. <laughs> that is oh, fucking shit, awful. That's Not bad. Okay. The poster has a frog with a hand sticking out of its mouth. <sighs> um, wow. Coded, that was bad. I am impressed. That that how do really frogs bad. eat the people? Yeah. Well, we have to watch and find out. They have razors <laughs> on
3: their tongues, and they slice them in a little tiny bits. And
6: hmm. What? What is happening?
5: What was that? That was that fucking was, awful. That was awful. And was I can't bad. believe Sam Elliott was in it. That's the worst part of it. And without a mustache. That's, that's, that was horrifying, that's, seeing uh, yeah, him that without is, a mustache. That is the worst part, yeah. You know. And he didn't have like his deep, deep voice. No, but that's what I said. His voice got did, better. But
3: it's not the gravelly. It's
5: thing. not like the Chevy selling commercial. <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't it a Ram or is not it, it Dodge? A, whatever. I think those. it's Dodge. Yeah, It's a Dodge Ram. Yeah, his voice, that voice doesn't make me want to buy a car. I mean, I like him. He's great. Mm-hmm. That was fucking horrible. That was really bad. Coda. Good keep, job. Keep him coming. Yeah. <laughs> Good mm-hmm. job. Great Led Zeppelin album, by the way, even though it's not spelled the same way. Oh. Coda. Coda. Whatever. Deep cut. Zeppelin reference. We have a voicemail from Tracy Moon. Hey there, Sith List.
2: It's King Tom with an H.
5: I was listening to Weezer recently. Oh, Lord. I have a few Mm -hmm. questions I wanted to run by you. Most of these are around the number 200. (laughs) The first thing is
3: that the Padawan sequence is named after Richard Padawan, which states that in the spiral, each triangle shares a side with two others, giving a visual proof that the Padawan sequence also satisfies the recurrence relation. And my question is... Pretend for a moment that 200 is the smallest base 10 unprimable number. Can it be turned into a prime number by changing just one of the digits to any other digit? My second question. (laughs) The numerology energy represented by the number 200 resonates with companionship and infinite possibilities. The number 200 reduces to the single digit number 2. The energy represented by the number 2 resonates with... Among other things, teamwork, relationships, and diplomacy. Mm. Suppose that the Sith list is the number 200. I was just thinking that it'd be great if you could pick which member of the Sith list represents teamwork,
2: which member represents relationships, Mm. and which member represents diplomacy. (laughs) And then I remember that Arraj is on the show too. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> These are the thoughts and questions that keep me up at night. Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope that you're doing great. I'll talk to you later.
5: Okay, Tracy, first of all, I really appreciate you doing shrooms before you send up our the voicemails to us. That really makes the voicemail really stand out. Really stand out. <laughs> That's a great question. I would say, oh, since I'm out of the loop, uh, you guys can talk about it. So, fuck you, Tracy. Just kidding. Uh, I love you, buddy. By the way, thank you, Tracy. And thank you for all the other voicemails that you sent. A lot of them, anonymously. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I appreciate that. <laughs> Who would be diplomacy? What, what were the three? Diplomacy, relationships, relationships and, and, teamwork. and, and, and teamwork. teamwork.
3: At least we're not doing the math problem. The Team answer to that teamwork.
5: is no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think any of us are any of those, right? I mean, oh, no, I, I was, was say, talking about the prime numbers. Oh,
3: yeah. The, the math problem that we we're going to do.
5: What would Eric be? Would he be diplomacy, teamwork, or relationship? I think dip- I, I think diplomacy. Diplomacy. diplomacy? Eric, Eric Strathers. Yeah. Okay. How about King Tom? Boo, you answer all these. What? I don't know. He started it. Relationships. That's a good one. Teamwork teamwork
6: relationships and teamwork uh, I would give teamwork to King kington yeah yeah i would have mm-hmm. to agree yeah yeah he
5: wants to evolve everybody yeah um, and then relationships i don't know that's a tough one it's gotta be less there's no one else left <laughs> other than you and less. i'm out of it remember tracy, <laughs> tracy took me mm-hmm. out time i out. think i think <laughs> three you, I attributes think you, for a five person
4: three attributes for a five person podcast not exactly uh <laughs> <laughs> right
6: yeah
5: <laughs> not exactly everyone. that that triangle that you talked about <laughs> yeah. buddy I, w- I would give relationships
6: to you, Arraj. Yeah, you. yeah, because mm-hmm. you, you know, you. Well, for some reason, everyone wants to talk to you. You know, everyone. What? I, I've seen it I, at a bar where some random schmuck uh, just comes man. over and starts talking know. to Arraj, and I'm just laughing because he's know. like, what "It is, dude." He's like, "I, I, I can see it in his face." He's like, "I don't know why I'm talking to this person," and then right all now. of a sudden,
5: within five minutes, it's like a therapy session. And I was like, "I don't even know you. <laughs> why are you talking about your kids to me?" They just feel comfortable around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck them. <laughs> Well, Tracy, thank you. Appreciate that. And keep on doing the shrooms. (laughs) So going back, we're a little zigzagging here, going back to comic book TV movie news, Marvel is going to release some free comics. I know they do this every year. And this year, the free comic day got wrecked because of COVID. But Marvel is still going to release a set of X-Men, Spider-Man, and Venom comics in July as a consolation prize for May's free comic book day that got canceled. Here's the cool thing. These comics aren't just going to be just giveaways. So Marvel came out, I believe, on Twitter and all the social media outlets and said, This July, readers will get a chance to dive into some of Marvel's most exciting new titles with brand new stories for free at participating comic shops. Originally part of the May Free Comic Book Day, Marvel will be now releasing two never-before-seen titles for fans to get first looks at some of Marvel's biggest upcoming events. Each issue will contain separate Extraordinary Tales Involving X Men, Spider Man, and more by Marvel's most acclaimed creators. These are going to be in conjunction and like kind of like canon with the storylines that they're going to start releasing after this. So it's not going to be just like giveaways, and this is actually going to be something that is going to have content that's going to make um, the other stuff, I guess, better reads. So what do you guys think about this? this? Is pretty cool, right? I would just say that the
4: obviously coronavirus messed up a whole bunch of stuff, but. Comic book production has been pushed back like two months and it messed up all of Marvel's and DC's plans, but it's also affected comic book stores too, because a lot of them had to shut down. A lot of them still don't have new product. I think Marvel only put out eight issues this week. Usually they put out 20 or 30 something. And so free comic book day is a way to get people into comic book stores to buy things. And I think it's nice that Marvel is still trying to help out the local... Stores that way because that's probably where they move a large part of their merchandise. And I know, you know, my my local shop gets crowded that day. And giving people a preview of some of these long-awaited storylines that are being pushed back even more, I think it's a good decision.
2: Yeah,
3: well, I think it helps get people into comics too. So mm-hmm. that'll be the big thing. I'm gonna usually, go. I'm gonna go get some. Usually, most of those are are just. We uh, used to call them ash cans. What'd you call me? If they're gonna do something that has a major that ties into major events and helps set the stage for things, then I think it's just gonna be great for comics and get people yeah. back out to the stores or at least picking them up. <laughs> My question is, will they have
5: Frogman? Because that's the only way I'm getting there.
3: <laughs> Hopefully not. The a hand hanging out of his damn damn. Uh, he, that was he's awful. the
5: big villain. Still better than Shockma. That Shockma <laughs> thing is still haunting me. I mean the the worst part the performance of oh, the
3: animal, the animal. shock is the, better the than the, the
5: parkour products. the parkour he did and the last part of that Fucking sick <laughs> and yeah. the and the guy that's doing the, the narration goes Shock Yeah, the way he says it. Yeah. Because yeah. he announces every actor. You know, and then he goes, And cool. Shock We have a, another great voicemail here.
0: Hey guys, it's Brittany. Oh, Brittany. I just wanted to stop by and congratulate you all on 200 episodes. Aw, oh, thank you, Oh Brittany. my god. I cannot <laughs> believe you guys are already at 200. I
5: feel it
0: old, It <laughs> almost feels like just yesterday when I was binging your episodes and hitting on one of your co-hosts.
5: <laughs> yes, you never told me, I know, right? guys yeah. bring
0: so much positivity to fandom and life Aww. itself, and it's been so wonderful seeing what you've been doing with this platform. My life has changed in the most wonderful ways.
3: You're since welcome. I found this
0: podcast, found <laughs> you guys, found possibly one of you in particular, and I just want to thank you for all the years of entertainment Aww. and 200 episodes. I'm so proud of you guys. I love you all, and congratulations. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.
5: Bye. You notice I didn't ruin that bye part like they did last time. I know. Brittany, (laughs) thank you so much. We love you too, and thank you for your support since day one. You've been listening since day one, and thank you for hitting on one of our co-hosts. Yes, thank you. And then also thank you for going out with Boo. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we really appreciate it. And we love your podcast. Mm-hmm. And for people that don't know CantoByte, please listen to Byte, because they are awesome. Emily. Byte like, Dispatch. No, just CantoByte. <laughs> dispatch is for Patreon only. So <laughs> I know you're a Patreon supporter of them, but not everybody gets oh, to listen to them. Because he owns Tom. them. Yeah. yeah, just Not everybody has the funds like you do, King Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. King Tom goes to <laughs> free comic book day, but he doesn't get free comics. He just buys everything else. Yeah. Everybody's getting free shit. King Tom's like, no, I want everything else. <laughs> yeah, I don't want enough. free shit. Yeah, not good enough for you. I, I want all your frogmen. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we head out, we just got some news. We just t- we talked earlier about celebration, and I think we have some news officially—not officially, but almost officially. So, King Tom, can you break down the sadness?
4: Our our friend Noah Outlaw of the Kessel Run Radio. Transmissions, Transmissions podcast uh, is yes. put put out a tweet at 1123 p.m. on June 10th. There should be an announcement about celebration being canceled tomorrow. Fingers crossed for a digital SWC, though. Fingers crossed emoji. Noah Adler, no, 1123,
5: 10 June 2020. You sounded like Walter Cronkite announcing Kennedy getting shot. Take your glasses <laughs> off and say that last part. please. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. For, OK, people, he's taking his glasses off.
0: Here is a bulletin
5: from CBS News.
4: Fingers crossed for a digital SWC, though. Fingers crossed oh.
2: emoji. Oh.
4: <laughs> Noah Outlaw,
2: 1123
4: p.m., 10 June 2020. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I was actually going for the baseball dear mother. or the Oh, yes. War, you know, yes. Dear mother. Yes.
5: Dear mother. We're, yes. we're out of bullets and eating each other. Uh-huh. Nothing like clowning one of our country's darkest moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, you did remind me of that. Thank you. So, so this looks. You. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like we are going to have an official announcement of cancellation. Hopefully there is a date. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe it's not just that we're canceled. Sorry. It's, hey, these are the dates. This is the city. Postponement. Yes. Let's hope it's a yeah. moment. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Glasses off. Yeah, serious, serious face. Yes, this is emoji. Serious emoji. Emoji. Yeah. Emoji. <laughs> all right, I think that wraps up episode number two hundred one. Starting off our two hundred episodes, uh, going to three hundred. Yeah, and ending mm-hmm. ending two hundred one on a bright note, which we don't condone. No, at all. I would like to say thank you again for our, our episode two hundred with Steele Hawes and Johnny. When I was editing, I was like, I didn't let them plug their podcasts after. We were you know, right before we were done. Usually we do that. So it was our time. It, it was our time. Like you're right. Fuck them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no just kidding. I love those guys. They know I love them. Definitely check out the pop culture hour, check out blue harvest and check out steel Wars. I'm sure you guys have already uh-huh. done that, but go to our pod at four page. They're all on there. They're great human beings and they're great podcasters. So please check them out. And thank you to everybody else that has been on for our 200 episodes. I I don't think I thanked everybody, but um, we've had some great, great guests. And every single one of you have contributed to us, except for Mike Pappas. Other than that, (laughs) we want to thank the listeners and everybody that sent messages, DMs, tweets, Facebook messages, Instagram messages, people that have bought shirts. Thank you so much. We couldn't really do this without you. We love that you're listening and we really, really, really appreciate you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Mr. Tom Chansky, where can people find Eric Struthers smelling his own hair? Uh,
4: Eric Struthers on
5: Twitter. Uh, I love Taylor Swift also on Twitter and the Bad Motivators. Oh, I sure can't wait to help out all those needy people. And it's not about the thing. It's about the thing behind the thing. <laughs> the guy behind the guy. Because, it's usually you know, about the thing. Lucasfilm likes to make money. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this, but you know that Dark Plagueis book? it's not good
0: oh dear lord what have i done
4: <laughs> i watched the
5: movie version of that book revenge of the sith and that's that <laughs> if you look up boring <laughs> in a dictionary darth Pl- i don't know what voice i'm making uh, darth Plagueis, <laughs> darth Plague- darth Plagueis would be there not to worry next time i'm sure i'll do better you guys don't want to jump into this. do you? <laughs> no. You still want a friendship with him. I see. <laughs> yes. Hey, whenever celebration gets moved, I'm going to have to still be in the house with the same guy. So yeah, yeah. you don't want to see him pissed when he gets pissed. He gets no. pissed. Where can people find you? King of all pods, uh,
4: begging Eric Strothers to talk to me again <laughs> on Twitter. I'm Tom Chansky. And then I do Patreon shows for steel wars, blue harvest and the bad motivators.
5: There you go. Mr. Gonzalez, where can people find you crunch crunching your hazelnuts up in a tree somewhere in the redwood forest? That, you know what? That's where they filmed Return of the Jedi. Well done, full circle. I've geeked them. The redwood forest. I went there. My dad took it. And me. also on Twitter, it was a good moment. Is more Seventy-eight. They have a restaurant inside of a tree. It's fantastic. I ate breakfast there inside of a tree, literally inside of a tree at Magic Mountain. No, that's a good one, though. That's uh, that's a really good one. Six Flags. No, the Redwood Forest. They have a restaurant inside of a goddamn tree. My father took. Do they serve maple syrup? They do. You have to just smack the bark.
6: It just comes right down. It's got a spigot right there in the the side of the tree, and it just pours out maple syrup. That's ridiculous. Boo, where can people find you with this ridiculousness? (laughs) You can find me.
5: You can find me here on the Sith List at the Sith List, Boo. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me at the Sith List. And I'm going to try to go to sleep, but I don't think I can with this coffee that I drink. Absolutely not. Bullet coffee is what it's called. What? That sounds that sounds like a poor decision. Bullet. <laughs> yeah. I had an uncle that I always used to just say, bullet, for no reason, like in Vegas, out loud, walking around, bullet, with a deep Persian accent. People would look at him, he didn't care, he just go, bullet. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. This has been a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric needs to come back to Renaissance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Diplomacy. Diplom- that'll, That's right. do. Diplomacy. That, that'll do. That'll do, guys. Yeah, what is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> easy there. Easy there. There you go, boo. You're <laughs> bless you're the last one. Come on. Let's do a little struggle. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> Whatever. All right, guys. We will catch you next week on episode number 202 of The, the Sith
2: Stick that in the streets, it's up to my ankle. But right in the streets, it's up to me.
1: Lake chill mine blood in the streets in the town of New Haven blood stains the roots and the palm trees
4: Oh, that was a big one. Oh dear, I think I hurt my neck.